We are in, baby. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to F101. I was trying to sound like the... Um, Good Is morning. Like a sexy British girl? No, not a sexy British girl. Do you know that sexy British man who was at the start of every Grand Prix and he's like, good morning and welcome to the Bahrain Grand Prix. I was trying to be him, but I think I don't know. <laughs> That's exactly what he says. <laughs> I know, can he say the same thing? Is it always the same man? I think so. It has to be. Like, they just pay one guy to do the whole season. Oh, yeah, that makes like, sense. Like, that's just been his job forever. Yeah. Wow. See, we should we find should... him. He could be our crush of the week oh one God, time. Oh, yeah, we should. <laughs> or we should try to take his job. That'd be so fun. Oh. I wonder if they fly Good you morning. everywhere just to say... Oh, no, he's the commentator. He's definitely doing the, not just the good morning. He's definitely there. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely there, yeah. Well, I don't know, because the commentators are kind of, like, annoying and, like, fast-paced, and this guy seems kind of just chill. chill. Like, yeah. he's just there to be like, Hello, good morning, that's all he does. He just greets and... I'm like, that's it, Joe, bye now. <laughs> like, thanks, Joe, we're, we're going to jump on the real stuff. See you in a week. <laughs> and he actually isn't even allowed to come to any of the races. They're like, your job is sort of remote, and he's the only he, work He from just home. works from home. Yeah. <laughs> And his is the only job that was completely not impacted by uh, COVID. <laughs> That's why he stayed so happy. Yeah. That's <laughs> why he's like... so chill. <sighs> okay, so. All right. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, then, and welcome to F101. So, to introduce ourselves, we are F101, two F1 girls in an F1 world bringing you all of this content that you don't see anywhere else. So you're not going to see this on, you know, John Polymer's track analysis. You know, you're not <laughs> going to see this on the F1 Instagram. You're not going to see this on YouTube. This is bringing you, you know, the intimate details of the lives of the drivers. We love to love and we love to hate and everything about the... I was going to say love to hate. <laughs> the inside scoop of their lives because... Their lives affect how they drive and affects the outcomes of races. And why we fell in love with F1 was because of all of this drama. And we only get to see it on Drive to Survive like once a year. But we want to bring it to you mm -hmm. every week, every race, the entire season. Exactly. So, I mean, I feel like a lot of the times F1 is just a lot of like stats and like guys just being like oh you know the porpoising was just so strong and in a pre-testing and i'm just like what does that mean i really don't want to watch another video i really don't care like i think what we're doing is science-based you know there's the, yes. the on-track people <laughs> and then and then there, there's them in their hearts and that really affects how they race in my belief and in, in, in the belief of probably everyone in the world right <laughs> i mean if yeah that's how we started the podcast <laughs> exactly and i feel like i mean there's a lot to be learned about their lives i feel like what's really cool about f1 compared to like other sports is in tennis you're gonna have like mm -hmm. i don't know like 20 people you know you're in, you know all of them are changing every single year and then in football like i yeah. don't know how many or soccer whatever you're gonna yeah have, there's like thousands, thousands of, of men and just going around yeah, and yeah you just don't even see anything about them but we get so invested in the lives of every single driver and there's so much to like delve into with each of them they all have their different personalities they're all for the most part you know sexy men you know like we can like there's that <laughs> whole avenue to dive into like then they have all that's <laughs> how i introduce f1 to everyone i'm like guys you have to watch this sport they're like sport i'm like no it's super fun 
fun. It's just like 20 hot men like racing it out and they're like, ooh. Yeah, it sounds and like a love reality show, but then in a yeah. sports format. It's like <clears throat> Love Island, but then in cars. Yeah. <laughs> there's love, there's hate. <laughs> who will stay, who will go? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, that's why we love it. Okay, but I do want to get into a quick disclaimer. Um, <laughs> we do not claim any of what we're going to be saying to be fact. So please, Lewis, don't come at us with any like defamation lawsuit. <laughs> or no one, no one come at us. This is all fake. <laughs> with defamation. Yeah, that's true. We don't know where. I just feel like Lewis is the most likely. You know, Lewis and me, like that really hurts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So most likely, Lewis, but we never know where we're gonna go. We never know where our arrows are pointing. Our arrows of lo- are right. it's like Cupid arrows. You know, it's like, our heart. They, they, yeah, they shoot. It's out of love. <laughs> it's out of love, but it might hurt just a little bit, and we need everyone to just. But it's because we love you. It's, it's always love, like <laughs> deep, deep. Well, especially with Lewis, like deep, 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 deep down. <laughs> There's definitely love there. <laughs> There's love there. We're just, you know, trying to discover it. You know, that's, that's, that's our right, journey. Right, here, right, right. Trying to discover love. <laughs> exactly. Um, On this episode of Love Island. Exactly, we discover love. And let's see who we're going to love every single week. Um, there's going to be tons to talk about. And especially with this season being such an unpredictable season where we can't just reliably be like, oh, yeah, Merc Dom, you know, like that's, they're going to be on top. We're going to see Toto, you know, like it's going to be so, so different. And because of that, there's so much for us to talk about. All right. So obviously Drive to Survive came out. Sinchido, you binged it in two days yeah I, you know days. the thing is i really i had at the back of my mind i was like okay like i need to spread this out like i know how much joy this gives me i need to maximize the joy and like i was like for some reason in my head i was like oh the season was so juicy there's gonna be like maybe 15 episodes and so again mm-hmm. did i well, i should have just checked the number of episodes that were there i did not and instead yeah. i was just like oh it's okay i still have like 10 episodes left I, you know i still have nine episodes left and then all of a sudden i'm like it's like oh you know down to the wire or whatever the last episode is called you know yeah and i'm like oh this is definitely the last episode we're on literally the last we're gonna have to pause while my dad is ringing him back he's ringing we don't have to to, i guess now everyone gets to hear this is a little my dad ringing his bell um but yeah, so then I was on the last episode, and um, I was like, okay, well, that's that. But the good thing was, I remember it, well, because I sort of binged it, and then we got this idea to do this top moments of the season on Drive to Survive segment, I sort of gave mm-hmm. myself the excuse that I can rewatch some parts of it. So I did <laughs> rewatch some of the episodes for the purposes of accuracy. Oh, wow. And for me, I'm on, like, episode five. (laughs) I'm taking it super slowly. (laughs) I'm like, you know, I have a week until the next race. Like, I really have to, like, drag out this content for as long as it'll take me. But actually, I looked over your list, and I I, I have seen most of these, besides the first one. So you can sort of... Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you I jump in on that one. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we save that one for the end because I think that is the top moment. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I th- we can go with George first. <laughs> okay. I just saw this. Oh okay okay. So I sort of forgot the episode where we were going over like George and the uh, George and his new girl. Or I don't think it's George's yeah. new girl, but it's our new exposure to the girl. Mm-hmm. And my one of my mm-hmm. top moments from Drive to Survive is George calling his girlfriend his missus. Which I was so thrown off by because I thought it was like 
I thought that meant wife. I thought he meant his mom. Oh. <laughs> oh, well. Oh. No, I don't think anyone don't calls know. their mom their missus. <laughs> I, well, I'm going to say that's just full wrong. <laughs> but then I, well, in the way he said it, had like, you know, like a little cheeky George, you know, shitless George okay. talking to his missus. You know, that vibe going on. Right. But he was... Missus just sounds so old. It sounds you really know? old. That's and, why and I yeah. got thrown off and I'm like, is this like a, you know, like a proposal, wife, fiance situation? I don't right. think it is because he later called her his girlfriend. And then I also thought it was like sort of a boomery thing to call your wife. Yeah, but maybe it's just a UK thing. Yeah, I think I'm, I, I, I just think we have never heard the word missus and we just have no idea what it means. And actually yeah. it just means... Girlfriend. Girlfriend. So now we know. <laughs> okay, yeah. So with her, she's really interesting. Like, she's... Well, she's mm-hmm. not Kelly, that's for sure. Well, I mean, our understanding yeah. of Kelly. She's not our understanding of <laughs> Kelly. Um, but goddess. Yeah, uh, but she is sort of, like, she's really nice. She's really sweet. Mm-hmm. And she thanks mm-hmm. everyone constantly. Aww. Which is really cute. That's really sweet. It's, it's really sweet, like... Like, they were getting, like, coffee, and she's like, oh, thank you. Oh, oh, thank you. You know, she just was, like, thanking everyone. Yeah, just going off. Yeah. Yeah, and then, but then I think George is, like, super cheeky, and, like, you know, he had this whole bit Mm -hmm. where um, some fan asked to take a picture with George, and he was like, oh, with my girlfriend. Uh, And then he was like, oh, oh, uh, uh, her too, actually. That's all I could do with her too. Um, But then, you know, he thought it was, like, a fun little joke. It's like, you know, and that's the kind of stuff he does. And I was sort of hoping... Did his girlfriend say thank you afterwards? Yes, she was constantly saying thank you. And so... That, I think her personality is being, like, super sweet. And George also has this whole bit where he bought her, like, underwear with his face on it. And I'm, like, trying oh, to uh-huh. see, like, I want her to be, like, a little cheeky prankster like George. But I don't know if that's right. her. But she is really, really sweet, which is... You want her to be, like, a Lando. I want her to be Lando in, like, a, a female form. But at the same time, I'm, like, I don't even think Lando is dating a Lando in a female form. So I don't... I that's true (laughs) we can't hold george to these standards we We really can't but i mean i think she's super sweet and maybe she's just like figuring out what her um you know global personality is going to be like whether she wants to be super open with who she is but yeah i guess we'll see what her f1 brand is going to be i was just going to say we can move on to to one woman that has her f1 brand (laughs) let's go all right Our goddess loving woman of our dreams, Kelly Piquet. Let's go, Kelly. So this show is going to largely be focused on Kelly, I think. And that's because we love her from the bottom of our heart. She is everything we want to be and we know we can't be. And I think that is to us a huge fascination. And she makes me laugh so much. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe unintentionally, but every time. Yeah, I don't... (laughs) But she is like the source of... Like, she is a gift that truly never stops giving. And the way she gave to us this season of Drive to Survive was in a one-second clip where she was featured. And it was, um, I I think it was uh, Christian, you know, doing his whole, like, you know, dramatic, you know, evil Bond villain voice. And he's like, you know, Max has got the aggression. He's got the the confidence. He's gotten the composure. But sometimes all you need is a little bit of luck and it cuts straight to (laughs) our number one woman, our top wag, 
Kelly PK. Kissing our sexy Maxie. <laughs> exactly. And it was... She just gives him, like, a little peck. How much do you think she paid for the producers to put this plot oh, line you think in? she paid? She's been, like, spinning this plot line since last season. Like, every single time. Yeah. Remember when Max won the championship? And, like, she, like, reposted all of these oh, stories yeah. of, like, the moment when, like, they did that, like, jumping oh, yeah. hug. And then... And then like this one of her friends was like behind every man is a strong woman and she just like loved that plot line she didn't do anything on max's <laughs> win is all about like her and max and how she's been supporting max and how she's the best woman so i think this plot line yeah. she somehow like got to a producer and was like hey i need this to happen and, and, and the thing is like as ridiculous as it may sound to everyone else you know being like oh she's like claiming you know her um her right and her work on max's win i think that is absolutely true i think kelly pk made made max Max. she crafted (laughs) him out of clay you know she took max in this sort of (laughs) raw form that was made by i i guess max's dad and she just like perfected (laughs) and made him into the race winner that he is i agree completely and we'll talk about this more later with like our theories yeah we love you kelly and sometimes it's not just luck sometimes it's just the perfect woman by our side like sometimes she's not even at races oh yeah like she's on girls trips oh yeah yeah like she's just gone and then she just like facetimes him she's like oh good job my baby and he's like yeah Thanks, and, mommy. <laughs> and then they yeah, go on and with then, their lives and that's it that's the luck he needs always yeah, we, we, we love you. We respect you, Kelly. You are yeah. our top every every moment of every single day. Don't you worry. Also, a side note. Do you think that... Because Max obviously doesn't run his Instagram, right? Like, it's more run like a fan account. Yes. Do you think that Kelly runs it? it? You know, that's like the thing I've been thinking about because I feel like his account has always been like that. But mm-hmm. it, it mm. has a little... Well, do I think Kelly has the login to his account? Definitely. Do I think she comments on her own pictures through Max's account? Most definitely. But does she comment? There's no content. It's just hearts. (laughs) Yeah, it's just love you. It's just, you know, the most like you're a star, beautiful, like, you know, that vibe, which is her. Heart. Yeah. Heart, heart. Yeah, that's exactly her. Well, I think, can you imagine if she doesn't have the login and she's just texting his Instagram manager and she's like, hi, Josh, you know, I just posted a photo. Please make Max comment. Heart, heart. Love you, babe. P is so cute. (laughs) Honestly, that doesn't even sound far from the truth. I'm going to say I'm like 50-50 on both options. Like, I really think she could actually be texting the ins but that's so strange that the instagram manager that's like the biggest part of their life yeah he has to type it out word for word he has to be like, yeah he spell checks he's like eh, kelly is that is that l with a capital l or a lowercase l <laughs> what heart emoji were you thinking and p how are we spelling p lowercase p capital p p e e like, what? She's like, capital P, what do you mean? <laughs> do you not know my child? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Baby P! <laughs> Baby P! We love you too, but maybe one of our... Um, oh, actually, I don't think that'll be appropriate, but one of our crush of the days could be P. Mm. <laughs> no, that's inappropriate. <laughs> but you know, you know, not crushes, but loves. You know, maybe that's like our crush of the day. Yeah, it's, we adore her. We adore her. We love, yeah. we love Baby P. Okay, next moment. This was a great one. Although I haven't seen her a lot, oh. but Susie Wolf yeah, so th- has been featured a lot on this season of Dark is Alive. To the next here, we're jumping straight into Susie Wolf, literally being 
the most powerful girl boss ever to exist in Formula One world. Agreed. What, like, I don't even know she's what we... She's just so Yeah, cool. she's just mm-hmm. so cool. I think it's the haircut. Like, it's honestly because I once tried to get that type of haircut, you know, where it's like just a mm-hmm. cut and it's just like all one level and it looks just like yeah. you're ready to sign your signature on doc- important documents do mergers you know that sort of hairstyle <laughs> yeah but then when I right. got it it was sort of a disaster <laughs> but I think maybe just seeing her thrive with that haircut might be five percent mm-hmm. of why I think Susie Wolf is like the best but I really think she stole the show from Toto this season i agree completely also more power to her because um she gets to have sex with toto (laughs) that's also true like toto somehow is one of those men who's like aging and actually improving somehow i don't know what it is but like every season he's just hotter yeah Yeah. he is just hotter and like he was angrier last season which could have been contributing to the attraction potentially i don't know (laughs) yeah i think so (laughs) he finally showed some emotion you know yeah yeah but i will say okay Susie was perfect to me in every single way like she was you know dropping all these one-liners you know spitting facts but Mm -hmm. she did say this one thing where i was like "Mm," where she was like oh like you 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 know it's important to play hard everyone's racing for a lot but you don't need to be an asshole to win and, oh yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was interesting because like yes in like a very broad sense that's true but that's like yeah. almost like okay let me try to think okay that's like let's say you're like two tennis players okay and one of them has like been training in like extraordinary courts their whole life they have these amazing rackets and then the other one is like they're like oh you know what like how about you you play with like a te- like a cricket bat and then they're like, okay, let's play tennis now. And I'm going to play with the racket. You're going to play with your, your cricket bat. And then all of a sudden, they're doing all these weird, funky things because they have a cricket bat. Yeah. And then they're like, oh. And they're like, try to beat me. Yeah, they're like, come on. <laughs> but don't be, be an asshole yeah, about it. don't be an asshole. Be nice. Like, come on. What are you doing? This is tennis. Play by the rules. Play by the rules. It's like, well, they have a cricket bat. <laughs> they are playing a different sport on a tennis court. <laughs> they cannot play this game the way you're playing this game. And it's like, well, that like they have no choice. They have to get their elbows out. They have to be an asshole, sort of. Because otherwise, they're just never going to win. No, I agree. And I feel like that's, like, Christian's whole vibe. Yeah. Like, he's just like, I am an asshole and I own it and that's why I win. Whereas, like, I feel like the Mercedes vibe, especially with Lewis there, is like, you know, we're just superior human beings. You know, we're just, we're just plant-based, you know, no, like, plant-based. Namaste, like. <laughs> I don't know if everyone on Mercedes is plant-based, but of course that is our Lewis vibe. <laughs> it's the vibe. It's the vibe of Mercedes, yeah. you know? Like, they're like, we're, like, they're the type of people who would say, like, when trouble arises, we don't, like go down to your oh, level yeah. we rise above it you know like that's it. yeah yeah the, when when they go low we go high that's them yeah yeah, 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 yeah. exactly yeah but i feel like and, and like of course lewis can be you know plant based and like you know superior and you know he never crosses any lines and he drives a clean run because the car is always so superior that you can get away with yeah. doing that like Throw Lewis in, like, yeah. any other car, and if he adopted the same personality, he would not be where he is. So. I agree. Oh, my God. Did you see? So, like, in preseason, um, Lewis was doing not so hot, right? Yeah. And then he was like, oh, like, I don't think this car is going to be uh, competing for championships oh, this yeah. year. Oh, yeah. I don't think we're going to be competing for wins right now, or we have, like, a lot, a long way to go or something like that. Right. Yeah. 
And then Max came out and he was like, oh, you know, if this was like the first year or the second year of Mercedes doing this. Oh, he didn't even say Mercedes. He's some teams, you know. <laughs> some teams say that they aren't as great and then they come out roaring the next week. It was something along those oh, lines. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it I mean. such a roast. I know. I think even like Russell has now really truly adopted the spirit of Mercedes just lying because he was like, he was like, you know, we just, you know, Carlos and Ferrari are so at the top. And then Carlos was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Let's let's just wait until like chill. <laughs> let's all relax, yeah. you know. Let's see where, you know, the chips actually do fall. Like, because you can never trust them. And I wonder if it actually yeah. works. Like, does Red Bull even for a second believe it and, like, actually let their guard down? And they're like, yeah, let's just, you know, like, vibe no. now. Let's just... No, right? There's no way. Look at look at Christian. Look at Max. They kind of they're both like <laughs> I know. They have like father and son vibes, just like Toto and, and Lewis have like father and son vibes. You know, like they they feel like they're cut from the same cloth. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's true. Oh yeah, that's true. I feel like actually that's a really good point. I do think that the team principal reflects their their like first driver or whatever. Like they have that same Yeah. yeah. Huh, interesting. I think it's like the team culture that they build. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's but true. like they're two very distinct teams. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to be talking about them, obviously, the whole season, which is going to be super fun. Finally, moving on from women, because that's all we've been talking about so far. <laughs> <laughs> to two sexy men. Um, so we went from the two top teams last season to the potentially top team this season, Ferrari. Yay! Woo! <laughs> um, so we have the friendship between Charles and Carlos. Do you want to elaborate? Oh, yeah. So I was, like, obsessed with them the whole Drive to Survive season because I think that they were... Mm-hmm. Well, I think that Netflix was more focused on, like, creating the the rivalry between Lando and Daniel. But I think in yeah. trying to draw a contrast between them and then Charles and Carlos, I think they just, like, accidentally mm-hmm. made Charles and Carlos look just so, so <laughs> cute. And they were yeah. just, like... And I think the biggest tell was that there were two or three times that Charles was, like you know, Carlos and I, we've been hanging out a lot, many, many times. We've really, really, really been hanging out. We've, we were very, very, very close. Like, he, he said it, like, multiple times, which means yeah. that I yeah. actually believe it. Um, <laughs> and I think they were just, like, so cute throughout. And, of course, my favorite moment yeah. of them in this season was <laughs> when um, Lando gets renewed for his, like, contract with McLaren, his multi-year contract. And then um, everyone's curious about what does multi-year mean. And, you know, some people are like, oh, is it two yeah. years, blah, blah, blah. And then Charles and Carlos are having a conversation. And then Charles is super <laughs> curious about this. He really needs to know. Yeah. And then um, he's like, oh, hey, Carlos, can you can you find out how many years it is? And Carlos is like, yeah, 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 let me text him. He's like, him. text him. <laughs> He's like, let me text him, let me text him. And then he's like, what should I say? And Charles takes like 10 seconds to think about it. And after 10 (laughs) seconds of thinking, the best sentence he comes up with is, how many years is your new contract? That's it. And then (laughs) it's just so (laughs) funny to me that anyone, like, that Carlos would text Lando out of nowhere. Like, it's been, like, two, three weeks since they've talked. And it's just, how many years is your new contract? (laughs) How many years? (laughs) It's just so funny to me. And then Carlos was like, maybe I'll start with congrats. (laughs) 
and he's like, like, yeah, congrats yeah, is good. To start with, it was just so funny, and it's congrats. like it just shows how curious is Charles is in your contract. Yeah, I, and I imagine it being like a single yeah. line, just congrats, and then the next line is how many years is new contract, <laughs> and it's just uh, <laughs> which kind of makes it even worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it seems, but I feel like Carlos knows how to. I think Charles is the one who's just has his blinders on, and he just wants to know how many years this new yeah. contract is, but. Yeah, I thought it was so funny. Yeah, I loved them. And then moving on to our final and last top moment of Drive to Survive, the Mazepins. Yes. And I saw this episode, actually. Oh, okay. So, yeah. What and were... they suck. <laughs> I know. I had this fear that for some reason they were going to pay to look good. And I was like, uh, I really thought, well, mm-hmm. they have the money to do it. So I really thought somehow they were going to craft this whole, like, oh, the, when you're when you're at the top, when you've got all the money, everyone is against you and you're racing with a whole new type mm-hmm. of pressure. But no, they just looked awful. <laughs> they just, Netflix just made like, them look bad. He was just, because he was just being so annoying, like, both of them. Yeah. But Nikita especially, like, he was driving. Uh, like, it's that, that classic psychology thing when... It, it's that bias that when you're doing badly, you think it's because of external yeah. factors and you never look mm-hmm. internally. And that's exactly what he was doing, but to like a crazy <laughs> extent. Like he was like, how are the cars different? Like I want everything yeah. that he has, yeah. you know? And it's like, bro, Nick is just better than yeah. you. Like, yeah. accept and it. It was so funny because there's this one part when he was like, you know, if there's such a difference in the, in the results, it's obvious. There's a problem with the car. And I'm like, is it? <laughs> is it obvious though? Are there any other potential factors we can look into? It was just so funny. And I thought like just him and his dad, like firstly him and his dad being besties also was weird. And they look exactly the same. I and know. I don't know why they have the same I haircut. Know. <laughs> and their vibes were just, just so yeah. strange and I think it just was, like, such a contrast with Mick, who came off, like, such a gem. Like, of course, we didn't get to see Mick much during the actual races. But I feel like the way he kept saying, like, oh, the car was great, boys. It was an absolute joy to race. Yeah, even when he was consistently, like, 19. And he was, like, (laughs) saying the car was great. I feel like that really shows, like, everyone probably really wanted to work for him and, you know, try to make the car as good as possible. And, uh, I mean, I think he was, like, in some random preseason testing. Yeah. And then, you know, I thought was so funny mm-hmm. that, like, you know how Netflix always tries to, like, have a, a comeback at the end of the episode? Yeah. Like, things are going bad, and now they're going good. And then, so for his episode, they're like, all right, Russian Grand Prix, you know, Sochi. And then, like, they had this whole, like, dramatic, like, cut of, like, him, like, driving really hard, you know? And they're like, oh, good job. And then he was, like, P18. And that's because, <laughs> one, like, Mick dropped out, and he was, like, <laughs> so he was basically, like, second from last. <laughs> That's hilarious. But they made it so glorious. Well, did like, he eventually finish wow, higher, like, right? No. Oh, he I'm didn't? I'm sure. No, because remember I he had yeah. he had the whole moment where he he's like, I know Russian rain or whatever, you know? And he was like, he decides to w- switch over to like inters or wets or whatever, like earlier. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think for that one, oh. he was still... <laughs> 18th, yeah, let me see. <laughs> because if that's be wrong, true, that's but... hilarious. Because at the end, they were like, it was the perfect race, you know? Like, everyone was like, <laughs> go! <laughs> that would actually be hilarious. I really thought he finished so higher because they made a whole deal about how he, like, just knew that he was like i know the clouds are gray or whatever you know he had the i know <laughs> yeah 18th no way no yeah. way 
Oh my That's god. That's insane. Oh my Dude, god. That was the funniest moment ever. Wait, that's actually crazy. I'm like really good. I thought he finished in the points. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's the way you they think? made it look. That's hilarious. Oh my god. So maybe Big Daddy Mazvin paid for that part. Oh, like, he that edit. Like... He couldn't afford the whole episode edit because I don't know why, yeah. but They're like we have to make you look a little bit bad. Yeah, so yeah. And make we'll, you look we'll, even they're better. like, "Oh, people love it when you have a redemption arc." And he was like, "Okay." And that's <laughs> and then they didn't know that the redemption would be yeah. so bad. <laughs> okay. And we do have one last our number one top moment oh, we, do. we of of uh the season of Drive to Survive and that was it might seem a little anticlimactic, but I thought it was hilarious when um, Lewis, so it's Lewis and Angela, and they're walking down, okay. you know, the pits, or not the pit lane, what is, what is that section called? Whatever, that little, the paddocks, like they're walking through um, yeah. through that paddock area, and Lewis turns to Angela, and before I tell you what he says, I need to recap that Angela is wearing the outfit she wears every day, which is the Mercedes uniform. <laughs> And she's probably wearing her headphones or whatever. She looks like her hair is up. Her hair is up in her usual ponytail. She is wearing exactly what she wears every single day of the year. And Louis turns towards her and he's like, Angela, you look great today. (laughs) And it was, there was something so cute about it. But then she looked a little thrown off. But then she turns to him and she's like, Oh, you like you like look great. Like I like the outfit because Lewis is actually switching it up. You know, every day he shows up with something really right, unique right, and right, something right. new. <laughs> and he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought it was so funny. And there was something really cute about it. And I think it really highlighted what right. we talked about a lot last year. And it's the bond mm-hmm. between Lewis and Angela. Right. But I have more theories about this. Oh, okay, yes. Because this bond isn't a relationship bond. Uh-huh. You know, that's why Lewis couldn't finally win ah. the, the world championship. Because, as we know, it's <laughs> just purely science-based facts. <laughs> when you're in a stable relationship in Formula One, True. you do better. Proof, just look at Max. He won. <laughs> yeah, proof. Look at Max versus Lewis. Look at Ricardo versus Lando. Lando. Mm-hmm. Where else do we have some? Does some Mick have a girlfriend? I wish Mick had a girlfriend because then that would really. And then if Mick does not, oh, damn it. And then Mazvin obviously doesn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Women are probably repulsed <laughs> by him, and that's why he's always last. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I can't think of any other like pairs that uh, where one has one and one doesn't. But I think yeah, it honestly makes sense because like Max has like something very stable and so it's not like this chaos in your love life chaos in your professional career but for lewis it's like i think he's like craving something stable and he's always thinking like is angela here because i'm employing her yeah she love me (laughs) exactly and i think for him that anxiety is a big part of why you know he has this like anxiety in his racing as well because like he's one of the only drivers at the top who has this constant Mm -hmm. sort of like was that good bono bono um did you like that bono and it's like i think bono's like yes great drive lewis good job Amazing drive. Okay, thanks, Bono. And he's always like, <laughs> he's always like, my tires, my tires are going, my tires are going. And Bono's like, uh, tires look great, Lewis. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> he needs this constant reassurance. And I think this comes from the instability in his romantic life. And I think Angela is like the only woman who's like been there for him like long term, right? And he is 
she's all he has and I think he says these types of things to make sure she stays there for him which she definitely is staying there for him like I doubt she's gonna switch anywhere right. like this is giving her a huge highlight like we see her every single race and she is the only trainer we see every single race you know with her little yeah. blonde ponytail you know b- jumping up and down like, and the hugs and afterwards the hugs. like he always gives her a special hug yeah and I'm sure and when, when he loses she's always right there yeah or, like, when he's second, you know? Yeah, and she always, like, and I noticed, like, so I was watching, like, the last episode of the of Drive to Survive, and it had, you know, the conclusion, mm-hmm. you know, where obviously Lewis is losing, and he's really sad about it. And you know how he's sort of on his own? And I think when we were watching it, all I remember seeing was his dad, and it was, like, Lewis and his dad, and his dad was hugging him and comforting him. But there was right, this section right. where it was just Lewis, his dad, and Angela, all of them standing together. Oh and it just, I feel like it really drilled home this point of how important Angela is. Like, I think she actually is, like, critical to his yeah his life and his emotional stability. And... I agree. Yeah, I thought it was so interesting. And I'm sure we're going to see her, like, every single race again, like, you know, jumping or, like hugging and you know yeah, doing her things and all that stuff right but yeah but unless they start dating my prediction for this this season is that max is still gonna win or yeah, someone I else is so. in a stable relationship which is like <laughs> everyone at the top now is in a stable relationship right that i mean just proves our theory exactly. yeah yeah i mean maybe maybe teams only hire drivers who have the ability to like get stable relationships they're like who can right. who can get into a relationship and that's like one of their secret but that, strategies that still doesn't explain how lewis did so well that's true in the past like yeah maybe he was secretly dating angela maybe they broke up ah, this, this past season. season but toto was like angela you cannot leave like lewis depends <laughs> on you like the whole team is on your shoulders so she has to kind of like be there and pretend that she like ah. you know loves him a little bit but she's still like no we're broken up and that's why he's like angela you look really good today and she's like this is awkward lewis we're not gonna get oh. in, you know, in front of the cameras oh. and then oh and he did know, it in, on purpose in front of the cameras because he knows she yeah. can't shut him down in front of the cameras yes <laughs> So he's like, take my compliment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we love their little dynamic. It, it it really is so unique, I think, in, like, the sporting world and definitely in F1, like, mm-hmm. their dynamic. Yeah. Which um, is really, really cool. Um, but, yeah, those are our top moments from Drive to Survive. A, a good season, a really good season provided a ton. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we're just going to take that take that flag and now we're gonna carry it home drive to survive started what we can continue obviously um <laughs> they walked so drive we can run was created for our podcast exactly. actually they called us beforehand and they were like guys you know we're doing this you know we we're wondering if that's okay because i know you're gonna come out with your podcast and we're like yeah that's fine i'll just build up some hype you know <laughs> exactly so don't worry you don't have to fear netflix like we've got you um but yeah so what else do we want to talk about today i guess we can jump into our segment we talked about our, yeah our th- i feel like we kind of talked about our theory of the week yeah which is our kind of theory like of most weeks actually align it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a theory of the entire overarching season yeah but uh we can apply it to and make some predictions yeah so our theory is such would you like to take oh yeah away? i think we have talked about this for this whole episode essentially like drawing <laughs> if we were to look at every single top moment it's that stable teammates lead to oh actually stable teammates not stable relationships stable teammates lead to stable success 
on the Wait, what did we have written here? Stable. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I wrote that. <laughs> I'm like stable oh, no, teammate, it's, stable. It's, <laughs> no, it's it's supposed to be stable teammates and stable relationships. Because uh, okay, what I'm trying to say is Ferrari has this golden combo mm-hmm, right now, right? Mm-hmm. So not only are their teammates BFFs, yeah, as we saw in that little F1 clip, um, we also know that they're both in stable relationships. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I predict for this week, the first race, Ooh. we're gonna have a Ferrari one too. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome! And yeah, I feel like it's because they're like so evenly matched. It's actually crazy. Like no one expected mm-hmm. Carlos to just join Ferrari and be so on par with with Charles, and they totally yeah. are. And that has to be like a result of them being like besties, like the bestie effect. And on top of that, yeah. I'm sure their their whole uh, paddock, like all of their everyone in their um garage everyone is sort of working together there's a lot of camaraderie and even in the preseason testing it was like like oh charles is now p1 oh now carlos is like they were both like very very even so i think it'll be super cool to see how they do i mean in our hearts i'm sure it's hard for us to think of anyone as not one that's not max um max Max being not one is obviously heartbreaking to us but i think it could be really cool okay actually maybe i'll change my prediction two three three. (laughs) there we go (laughs) yeah because max obviously is in the most stable relationship of them all oh yeah like you can't beat the kelly max bond and you can't meet the kelly max p bond you know (laughs) (laughs) it's because he has a child he has a child like the world works differently as a father so Max, I can't believe this man is like 23. I know. He, <laughs> he's like, yeah. He is like <laughs> he's life. He is a child, full, full <laughs> ass child, a full child. <laughs> yeah. I still can't believe he hangs out with her. I mean, or like, so we think. Unit. Yeah, or, we, or we've or we been told to believe that they hang out together. I'm pretty sure Kelly just has Max's Instagram man, like, bring him over. Yeah. She's like, come here, Max. And then she's like, hold this. And she like, gives him pee. Yeah. And then she's like, stop, stop, stop. And then he's like, before he could be like, oh, what is this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Take the photos. And, and then, then the little stage, like, oh, kiss, pee, kiss Max, pee, kiss Max, do what mommy does. <laughs> Or maybe not what mommy does, but not the whole range of us. Not, not what mommy does. Not what mommy does. Just, just kiss Max. That's it. Just a little pack. Just a little, just a little pack. Not what mommy does. Please, please, not what mommy does. Um, but yeah, so that's our theory of the week, mainly about like okay. the stable relationships and stable teammates, um, which is exemplified by Ferrari. And we'll see how they do this week in Bahrain. Bye-bye. So let's move on <laughs> to our final last favorite corner, crush of the day. We actually don't have one planned. <laughs> I know, I know. That's it. Just, top of your head, who's the first person you thought of? Max. I have someone already. Right, that's what I'm <laughs> No way. <laughs> so I don't think we can do that. Um, or I guess we can because it's the start of the season, right? Why don't we, right. you know, we'll, we'll switch it up in the future, right? Or will we? <laughs> or will we? Yeah, you know, that's up for debate. But I think it makes sense for us to go with Max, right? Like, Max was, like, P1 yeah. at some, like, day three of preseason testing or whatever. Yeah, he did very well. After, like, I heard that Rebel, like, sort of changed things up. Mm. I actually watched another little strategy. Oh, good job. Recap videos. <laughs> I know. I gotta prepare for the pod. <laughs> we talked nothing about strategy. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, yeah, we didn't cover anything. Well, do you? what do you have to share from us but, with that video? Well... 
No, it's not juicy at all. Uh, but just the first two days, uh-huh. Red Bull was doing not great. Like, they were, like, P8, mm-hmm. P7. And then the reporters kept saying, but Red Bull says they're bringing in new parts. They're bringing in new parts. Oh, and then okay. finally, take three, I guess they put the new parts on. Oh. And then Red Bull's supremacy. Oh, awesome. Happened. Okay, cool. So these parts I are... I mean, why were these parts, like, not there before? <laughs> I think they, like, tested and they were like, this part sucks. Oh, okay, and then okay. they were like, we need we to need rush order okay, new okay, things. Okay. Yeah. I wonder. And then obviously Max handled it gracefully and beautifully. Of course. But does. does Mercedes yeah. have similar parts that are coming? I think so. I think they are. Of course they are. There's no way. Yeah, I feel like they are. And I feel like they just didn't bring think, them out. Yeah. And then they're going to just make everyone look really silly on the first race by just really being like, stupid. Yeah. Oh, you thought we were slow? <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> I'm total wolf. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You think I'm slow. <laughs> Uh, we love you, Toro. But I guess that's our episode. Um, yes, our crush of the day is Max. Um, we can't wait to see how you're gonna look once you win your race and you're all in your like mm-hmm. sweaty glory. Like there. Okay, this sweat. is our yeah, other conclusion that's from peak yeah. Max. Like conclusion from the last uh, season was that somehow Max looked so much better when he won than when he lost yeah. and we didn't even really figure out what it was but he looked so good to I us think, when he won like it's again i'm just saying it's pure science you know like yeah, the sunlight just favored him you yeah. know just like reflected off of him better you know into the camera yeah like his skin was just glowing like his like pout just suddenly like looked like it wasn't that pouty yeah. he still kind of was pouty yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, somehow, like, it was, like, he was sweaty, and then the sun, there was, like, one clip, I remember, where we both just stopped, and we were, like, why did he look like that? Like, he was, like, glistening in the sun. He looked looked so hot. He looked so hot, and I feel like, of course, Formula One is a group of, like, all hot men, but something about Mm -hmm. Max, when he wins, is able to, you know, supersede some of the genetics that he might be lacking, but, (laughs) and bring him to... How dare you? And bring him right to the top and become our sexiest man of last season and definitely our crush of the day. All right. And that was a good wrap-up, I feel like. I hope you enjoyed our podcast. We'll be back right after the Bahrain race for um, a little post-race recap. And we'll also let you know our Fantasy League standings. Ooh, yes. And then uh, we'll be back next week with a new pre-race episode. So we hope you enjoyed. And you know how we're going to end? Class, Class dismissed! dismissed. <laughs>